0: You're listening to the Potato Candy Network.
1: Hello, listener, and welcome back to Dreadful Tales Presents, The Keepers, and the Case of the Lost Legion, Episode 2. slowly making your way towards the mountain as you come across a bizarre-looking person.
2: Bizarre to who? <laughs> bizarre to him. Oh, to
1: me? To you. Okay. Um, you I... both appear to be walking in the same direction.
0: Um, uh, top, of, top of the morning to you. Hello? Hi. Um, I is... can
1: assume you're Reznov? Uh,
0: uh, yes, yes. Are, are, are you Felix? Pleasure to meet you. Hey, you're Felix. Felix Lugar. I, I shake his hand. I reach out to shake his hand.
1: So this person is dressed in a cowboy hat and a long trench coat made of leather. He has a black leather vest that he is wearing and a white dress shirt, at least dress collared shirt underneath, going all the way down to alligator skin cowboy boots. You got a bolo tie? He does have a bullet. tie. He has tie, a bullet. But the thing that makes him bizarre is the fact that at his hip, he has a samurai sword.
2: I love him. Oh.
0: Which gift shop did you find all that at? I'm so jealous. This is all they had. I mean, I've always wanted to have killed but cowboy hat and the samurai <laughs> sword. I'd, oh, So I, many places
1: left to go. I made this myself. You, you made that yourself. I made this myself. I'm staring
0: at the cowboy hat. Like, I'm not even phased by the samurai sword. I it's got like,
1: rid of this thing using this, and he points at his samurai sword at his hip.
0: Oh, so cool! Oh, it's gonna be a fun day. So, are you going to Camelot? Yes. Let us. Um. Well, I, I guess my my friends already there. They left me behind. I had to get salt.
1: Why did you have to get salt? Uh,
0: something to do with salt kills bad guys. I I'm I'm not too sure. I'm not from here.
1: Where did you get your information?
0: Um, I have a friend who's a doctor, um, uh, I guess a special kind, she's a specialist. Anyway, she says, uh, salt will kill the bad guys. I should have known they would have seen Tucker. You, you say like that like everyone else and no one <laughs>
1: explains to me why I'd say it that way. Do I have a reputation? Considering her past, considering what she's known for, I suppose it was wise to bring her into this one. I suppose we best hurry. As sure. much as they're saying that everything is under control, what all do you know about the facility?
0: Um, I know that it was breached, I think, and that we are needing to be there immediately.
1: So you don't know what they hold there?
0: No. I, I know it's not
1: good. Uh, what It's what? experimental for a purpose. Uh, we shall uh, meet up with your friends, and I'm sure more information will be given there, but the quicker we can get there, the better. Okay. I, I go on. Yeah. You guys now have made your way to the person in charge. Mm-hmm. This guy is portly. He is beefy. He is wearing a, I'm not going to say fancy suit, mm-hmm. but he is one of those that, if he's not in charge, he at least looks like he thinks he's in mm-hmm. charge. And he's he introduces himself. In yes. He introduces himself as Leland Douglas. Hello.
3: Hello. I am Dr. Millie Tucker. This is my associate, uh Leona I forgot your last name. Smith. Smith. <laughs> I should remember that. It's so easy to remember. <laughs> it's based on blacksmith. You know he faced his blacksmith.
1: I was informed that you are supposed to have what is his name?
3: Uh Reznov, our other associate, is behind us. He didn't fit in the cab, so No,
1: it's not Reznov. It's uh oh Lugar.
3: Uh, yes, we were told Felix Lugard would be here to meet us. I'm assuming he's not here yet.
1: Well, either way, you can turn around and go home. It's taken care of.
3: I, really? You're going to fly us all the way out here through no, six I different time No, I didn't fly zones? you all the
1: way out here. That was the choice of the order, of the whisper. That was not my choice. I told them it was under control. It's been taken care of. You can go home.
3: Can we at least get, are we inside or outside?
1: You guys are currently inside in an office.
3: Is there at least somewhere we can sit and get a warm coffee so I don't freeze on the way back?
1: By all means, you can get yourself some juice. I
3: said coffee. Tea would also be appropriate, I suppose.
1: Yes, we do have tea on hand.
3: <sighs>
1: and he snaps his fingers, and a person, like one of the bodyguards that was there, walks over and starts preparing something over in the corner. You're not entirely sure. Are we sure.
3: in an office of sorts? Talk so with him.
1: So you're in an office. Okay. This. Facility itself is basically built into Arthur's seat. There is an entrance on the outside, which we'll say at this point, Felix and Rez comes upon that is dug into the rock. It almost appears as if it's a cave that you guys are walking into, but as you walk further in, eventually all pretenses goes away and you are in what appears to be a high tech facility with several heavily barred doors that appear almost like bank vault doors. Mm. As you make your way further into the facility, you are guided towards, and I'm talking to Res. Oh, okay. you are guided towards what appears to be an opening into a massive central chamber that has a pillar going up the middle of it with what appears to be what you can only describe as cells that go all the way around. At the top center of this Is a glass box that goes all the way around, and you are led to the bottom of that pillar and into an elevator and up to the top of that elevator. When that elevator opens up, you are uh, right outside the office that currently Leona and Doc are inside of. Felix has been mostly leading the way, even though there are handlers that are guiding you guys there. Felix appears to either know his way or be confident enough not to care that they are leading them. At this point, as you guys are talking with Leland, there's a knock at the door, mm-hmm. and the door opens up, and in walks Reznov with this bizarrely dressed gentleman.
3: I just want to take a look at Reznov, and just take a moment. You got distracted, didn't you?
0: Uh, and, um, yes, uh, maybe. Look at his hat.
3: <laughs> at a cowboy hat, go, hmm, are there any chairs? I'm guessing there are chairs in this office. There Great. are, Okay, yeah. I will um, go and sit down one of them and wait for the tea to be prepared.
0: His hat's so much nicer than my hat. I have had envy.
3: Sounds
2: like the alternate, it sounds like the pocket universe that um, Ant-Man created to house prison inmates that were of superpowers.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is, you're commenting on how his hat is better as you're wearing a Jimmy hat. Mm-hmm. There are like a thousand Jimmy hats. I should point out. Even I understand the supply and demand. As much as we said earlier, you guys saw Rez, this is the first time you're seeing him Next to a guy dressed less bizarrely than he is, yeah,
3: I mean, he looks like something out of a Western meets samurai meets some weird anime thing, like he Felix or the other guy at least that we know of looks semi normal ish like people might dress like this in the order. it's fine. I have a prosthetic leg and a scar, that's normal. Rose just looks crazy. <laughs>
1: Rez has hit up all of the tourists. Mm-hmm. Also, everything
0: Stuff. Rez is wearing is over his normal clothing. So it's it's <laughs> not like he coat. changed. He just put it on and left. So You
3: have a kilt over your trench coat.
0: And <laughs> you need to stop judging me. <laughs>
3: just
1: I learned that from reality TV. After
3: Millie sits down, she'll look at the other guy in the cowboy hat. Are you Felix, I'm assuming?
1: Yes, I'm Felix. Felix Lugar. Yep. I assume Tucker, yes.
3: And Dr. Tucker, yes, and my
1: associate, Liana.
3: So, uh,
2: what are we exactly supposed to be doing here? We've already been uh, escorted through the door, and so much as words, not so much in action.
1: Yes, and you can turn right around and go right back through that door. Sorry, it's already been taken care of. Sorry, we're not discussing
2: you. We're not talking to you. Just give us a moment, please. I'm not
3: here to see you. Anyhow, Felix.
1: As you have this meeting in my office.
3: I mean, you're welcome to leave if you have other things to do.
1: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So, I assume that um, you believe you are in complete control of this facility? Yes, I am. It's under complete control. We had a breach, but the breach has been contained.
3: Oh, What kind of breach?
1: The vault down on level three had a rumbling that was occurring within it. We believed that whatever was within there was moving around, and the vault door... That was on board. That's it.
3: What's what's contained in that vault?
1: That's privileged information.
3: So do you actually know what's in that vault?
1: I, as the manager of this facility, know everything that's in my vaults.
2: Would you bet mm. your life that what is in that vault is still contained?
1: I. What's in Bold the vaults? None of your business.
2: Anything else happened that, uh, besides the bowing mm-hmm. and the rumbling? Any other odd occurrences that manifest themselves around the same time?
1: It is not that I do not uh, trust our friend here. or oh, not your friend. It's not that I do not trust our friend. But I believe we should see the space for ourselves. After all, we have all come so far. Uh, doctor? Uh Yes. This, what's the
0: name of this guy who's not letting us in? Leland. Leland, okay, I missed that one. Leland Douglas. Does Leland outrank Miss Cortez? No, wait, no, that's a question for you. Uh, Leona, a quick question. Yes? Does Leland outrank Miss Cortez?
2: Fascinating, you should ask that. No, can't say that he does in the terms of what we're dealing with here.
0: So we have to follow her orders and not this guy? Yes. Good enough for me. I start towards the door.
3: How is that guy going with making tea?
1: You have your tea at this point.
3: Oh, excellent. I I take the teacup and I stand up. Well, Mr. Douglas, if you'd like to lead the way.
1: I'm not going to lead the way. I don't think this is worthy of your time. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. But if you're determined to do it, let me make sure I get Mr. Bruce up here.
3: I'll sit back down with the tea and just wait.
1: He hits the button on his telephone that's on his desk and says into it, uh, send up Paul Bruce. Y- yes, I understand. Yes, I know. I told him it was a waste of time. They don't want to listen. So send up Bruce, and we'll meet halfway. And he punches the button again and points you guys towards the door. You have a good time. Don't let the door hit you on the way out.
2: I know that's what feet are for.
1: You see a smirk go across Felix's face as he starts to move towards the door. He's got his back to Leland, and Leland is... If he could have turned more red, Hmm. looks much more red. (laughs) Not exactly happy. Yeah. You guys walk out of the door and start getting led back towards the elevator and back down to at least that central chamber. As you come out of the elevator back at what appears to be the ground floor of this whole thing, you are met by a group of people that are dressed quite differently than the gentleman upstairs that you saw. The one that's walking up to you has some auburn red hair and a um, small mustache, small beard, very well kept. And if you were to describe him in one word, it would be bookish. He comes up on you guys with a couple of other people that are dressed in what appears to be hazmat suits. And they greet you. Hello, name's Paul Bruce. Pleasure to meet you.
2: Greetings, Mr. Bruce. I am uh, Leona Smith, this is Dr. Millie Tucker, and this Hello. is Reznov.
3: Hello.
1: Pleasure. Uh, pleasure to meet you all.
3: It is very cold in this room, as is the facility. <laughs> oh, it's it
1: gets a little bit more cold as you go downstairs. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> but you'll want to uh, uh, could in, bundle up, and uh, head head along with us. Stick close. There's a lot of random branching pathways in this facility, and we don't want you getting lost.
2: You wouldn't happen to have a map on hand.
1: Unfortunately, no, that's close-kept secret. They don't like anybody known, so you know the place you work, and that's about it.
3: Very uh, compartmentalized information.
1: Yes. You've not been told what's stored here, have you?
3: We've not been told much of anything. Anything you can tell us to fill us in on the situation would be appreciated.
1: I can only speak to my floor, and what's on my floor... Well, let's... um, let's move to the elevator, I'll tell you there. Mm -hmm. And he starts guiding you guys off towards what appears to be an express elevator off on the edge of the massive room. He moves you guys inside, kind of guides you in, and presses the number three button. And up at the top, you see L, L1, L2, L3. And the elevator stops. On the way down, he starts explaining to you guys the facility known as Camelot, has been built under Arthur's seat, has been here for quite a long time. As far as I've been told, it's been here for at least the last 50 years, if not longer, in various forms and various ways, but only within about the last 20 years have they decided to upgrade it and make it an experimental facility. By that I mean, there's a lot of items here, a lot of things here, that are not allowed in polite society, for lack of a better term.
3: Such as?
1: Things we can't explain. Hence why the emergency kickoff uh, that I'm sure brought you here.
3: Well, according to Leland, something in a vault on level three moved.
1: Vault G, 10 and it moved. The vault door bowed out and we thought nothing of it, but uh, in the last couple of hours there's been some strange occurrences around it. Whatever is inside is still inside, but there's something that's trying to creep out. Mm-hmm. We're under the impression that it might be some kind of residue. Any of idea
3: what's inside of it?
1: Oh. Um,
3: I'm not charming.
1: No. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm trying to think.
3: Yes. Hey, no. Rez. <laughs> you ask. I have a <laughs> negative type. She's the type Anything? that would. Do we all have negative You say one residue, charm? so. Okay,
1: ask that question again.
3: Any idea what is inside of it?
1: Whatever it is, it's big. It's one of the biggest vaults on this floor. Again, I think that's the reason why it kicked off what uh, emergency stuff it did. There's all manner of random things that occurs in this facility just because there's so many things that are not normal. It's hard to say that word. What is normal, even in this place? But uh, either way, you you come down here at sometimes and you feel like you're getting a bit off your trolley and... Uh, Anyways, I know mm-hmm. it's big. I know it's dangerous. They don't let us go nearby it, and uh, they prefer us avoid it. Typically, items that end up on this floor are put to sleep. Not killed, but um, actually put to some kind of rest, or there's some kind of something mm-hmm. that's holding them in stasis. Hence why we're so far in the ground. The things that are on this floor are powerful enough that whatever it takes to contain them would take enough power to be noticeable, risking the veil and all that.
2: So what all do you do here?
1: I work in the experimental lab in this experimental station. We test these creatures and try to learn more about them as much as we can. But again, this is the one that we've not been allowed to get nearby. It's been labeled as dangerous.
3: What sorts of thing do you normally experiment on?
1: All manner of items and creatures that show up down here. Bizarre things this world creates sometimes.
3: Any vampires?
1: Aye. I hold my salt a little closer.
3: That's not going to work on those.
1: None on this floor. Again, this is the floor for things that we don't understand. Mm. Also, in another facility.
3: So basically you have Cthulhu in that vault and no one knows about it or why it's there.
1: Uh, Best not to talk about that. So, there's... no,' she
3: was on the second level, <laughs> he's taunting me. I know it,
0: <laughs> so there's a Doctor vault that's g ten, and the door's bowed which if you g ten n g ten n
2: which if you rearrange the letters so... spells, go on. can we see the door?
1: You walk for a little ways and you eventually come upon what you can only decide is the door. Leland was. Underestimating it was not mm. quite explaining what you guys. I can't read whatever it was you were trying to show.
2: Long, me. if you oh. rearrange the letters and use that,
1: Leland was massively underreporting whatever it was that was going on down here. He claims that the vault door has bowed. It looks as if the vault door is now a blister in the wall. It is massively bowed outward, and what was described to you as being contained you now understand why the people that were flanking Paul were wearing hazmat suits. As you come upon this place, the floor, at least ahead of you, you, you're not touching this, Mm -hmm. but at least ahead of you, the floor is slick and black, and around the edges of the door, there is black ooze, is the best way that you can describe it, that appears to be coming out through the cracks in the door. It's not fast, it's not flowing, but it's there almost like tire sealant, just pitch black.
2: Is that ectoplasm or is that Cthulhu's blood?
1: As best as I can tell, it's residue of some kind. From Mi- what I was told of this creature, which again is not much, but from what I was told this was a natural thing. This is how we know it's still in there.
3: Millie's going to go up and from like an emergency little um research kit she's got, just pull out like, you know, vial and it's like some kind of stick just to kind of get a sample and just kind of pull off the floor and look at it.
1: Okay. Go ahead and read a bad situation. Oh,
2: great. While she's doing that, um, I'm gonna... would you say the guy's name was? Paul?
3: What's his face? Uh,
1: yes. Sure. Paul is the gentleman her. that you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, but how
3: do you spell his last name? Oh, thank goodness. I got a 10.
1: Paul Bruce. B-R-U-C-E.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Then after Murray's saying I got something.
2: You're trying to okay. synthesize okay. this um, off colored black stuff?
1: No, for right now, we're just trying to clean it. From what we know, it's not worth anything, so we're just trashing it, burning it.
2: You're not even going to try, just out of pure curiosity? A man of your caliber and curiosity, nothing?
1: I would love to, but again, with the danger of the creature on the other side, as much as we know it's art, we don't want to take any chances.
2: Take any chances to learn about it?
1: Well, we're not allowed.
2: Ah, ah shame. That must be a thorn in your side.
1: Aye. That's can be. But in a place like this, you take what you can get.
3: Uh, you, there's a research lab on this level, I'm assuming, correct?
1: Aye, swear where I work.
3: Uh do you mind if I take a look at I hold the look at this in your lab?
1: I didn't see so you take it.
3: Excellent. <laughs> Put it in my pocket. I like this guy. Did I you like...
1: roll your read about yes, situation? did. Uh, ten. Ten? So what do you got?
3: Plus three. So I get three hold.
1: Okay.
2: You were wearing gloves, right?
3: What's most vulnerable to me? So what's, what is what is going to be the weakness with this that it's going to exploit?
1: As you reach out with the, um, with the stick to poke it into the vial, you recognize if ever so subtle, it moves, appearing to move of its own accord. It's subtle, it's slow, and you can't imagine that this would move very quickly, but it's moving. Hmm. You're not quite sure if it's just oozing or if it's purposeful, but it does move.
3: Okay, Millie's gonna look at it and then look at the door. What's the best way into that room, into the vault? Probably through the ooze itself.
1: From what you can see right now, the ooh. Okay, give give me one more question because I don't want to answer that one quite yet. Um, and I will answer that one, but I want to I want to see what all three of your questions are going to be.
3: Uh. I was gonna hold on. Well, I yeah, I'll do any dangers we haven't noticed because I know uh, Bruce mentioned that there are things around.
1: Okay. Guys, but so I'll answer the I'll answer both of those. Okay. Because that's really good. Both of those work well <laughs> together. So for those questions, number one, you recognize this ooze. Mm-hmm. This okay. ooze is familiar to you because this is the same ooze that you have experienced when channeling demons, that this is a residue that occurs when it is a demon drawn into this world that is not drawn into an item. If you simply try to draw the form in, this is what it creates Hmm. somehow or another. So this is not the demon, but this is what comes off of the demon, almost like dead skin. Okay. But it's bizarre. It's not reacting like most ooze you have seen, most residue you have seen. As far as the best way in, you see two options. Number one, having done channeling before, there might be something you can do with this ooze that would allow you to see into the vault without actually going into the vault. Mm. Or the other option is there is a keypad on the right side of this door. If the door still works, there might be a way to hack that keypad. However, you would probably be noticed and blocked (laughs) from doing so.
3: (laughs) Okay. All right, um once Millie realizes what this is she's going to pull out a second vial and do a second sample just to have two Didn't see it And she's going to go to Bruce and like uh do you have a lab I could borrow for some research purposes I Um lead the way
0: I before we go I was wanting to do something at the okay. containment thing So is there a, on this uh what is it uh G10N
1: is there a door on the vault the vault itself, again, it's like a bank vault door, one of those big oval doors mm-hmm. that has almost, because <laughs> I'm really bad at measurements, I'm going to say it's probably...
2: Got an elephant fit through it or a cheetah?
1: Both. Okay. My This is by far the biggest door you've seen on this floor in diameters in between, right? Like across. Mm-hmm. In diameter, this is probably a 15 to 20-foot diameter... Vault door. So,
0: the but the bow is coming from the actual vault itself, not, yes. the, not the door. It's bowed outward okay. into the hallway. I would like to walk up to the vault door. So let me know if this is a stretch. I would like to awaken an object and use the door as a means to figure out whatever
1: I can about what's on the other side of the door. Okay. Without opening the door. Okay. As... As a fair warning to this, mm-hmm. that ooze is touching the door, you're putting part of your life force into that door. Yes, and I
0: know that if I roll under a whatever it is, I get hurt. On a miss. Okay. So how many do I roll again? Two? two. I roll two? Yes, you roll two dice. I roll two, and this is a... So I just roll, and you tell me... If I'm doing a move... Do I use any of my traits? Yes, I you do. do the traits that are attached to that move. We an object, it says roll weird plus weird. weird. Okay, sweet. <laughs> plus, ooh, that's a seven, eight, nine. Okay, so it's that ooh. with a with a condition to it is usually what it is. Uh, yeah. So on a seven to nine, you can roll the you uh, control the object like part of yourself. So you control this
1: object. You stretch out. You touch the door. As you touch it, two things happen very quickly. First, you feel part of yourself enter into this door and you feel it almost as if it's an extension of your hand. The second thing you hear is a calling out from the people that were cleaning. (laughs) Hey, get away from the door. What would you like to do? I just for the split second get a
0: feeling for what's on the other side of the door and I back away. Okay. You
1: feel... Because I'm assuming since the door doesn't exactly have eyes, I can't really see what's on the other side. I need you to read a bad situation.
0: Reading bad situation. (laughs) My best skill. Not really. Um, Read a bad situation. That's sharp. (laughs) Okay. It's a flat roll for me.
3: (laughs) At least it's not negative.